Hello, I'm Gemma Cray, and in this podcast, we are focusing on the upcoming Dublin Feminist Film Festival. The festival is taking place for three days from August the 22nd, finishing on August the 24th. All the screenings are going to take place in the Lighthouse Cinema. I'm here with Dr. Jennifer O'Mara, professor at Trinity, and she's also the programmer at the Dublin Feminist Film Festival. And I'm also here with Carmen Garcia Gonzalez, a filmmaker whose documentary is in the short screening. Great. So um, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Ireland podcast. So I got to see your short film, which is going to be screening on the... 22nd second. of August. Yeah. Excellent. So you're in competition to win, potentially? Yep, Love all it. the shorts that are being screened. I think we've seven shorts and they're all they're all in contention. We've two prizes, one for international and one for Irish short. So tell me a little bit about your film. So it's Tronamon. Tronamon. Uh, Ladies Beach. Yep. My pigeon Irish that I studied for <laughs> eight years and I still can't <laughs> don't like, speak Don't tell it. me. <laughs> I don't even know Irish. Um, okay, so it's about uh, women that swims in Galway. And they, uh, there's a beach there that is called Ladies Beach. And they go there every day and they have a swim, no matter the rain or the shine. They just go there every day and they have amazing time. So I, when I found out about that story, I thought that it was worth it to film it. And like everyone has really loved it. Like I'm very happy to, that I did it. Because the the ladies have been super, super happy about it. And people in Galway know this. And now they can kind of like tell another story from their community. So I'm very happy. Yeah. And perfectly themed. So it it fits into um, this year's theme very well. And that's... Yeah, it's sort of this broad category of women in Irish film or or Irish Irish filmmakers. So purposefully, I think we wanted, you know, for it to be as inclusive as possible, for it to be any women filmmakers working in Ireland or Irish filmmakers working in the UK or, you know, keeping it broad and filmmaking today is is so transnational, so international. So Mm -hmm. we it's any connection to Ireland, basically. And so Carmen's a great example of that. You know, you've made a film with an Irish title. (laughs) Um, Celebrating Irish film women. Exactly. Uh, And it has a good, strong feminist message as well. Mm, It's very warm and and they're very charismatic. So how did you find out about them? When did you know you wanted to film them? Uh, Well, yeah, first of all, I have been here in Ireland like for almost three years now. And I have been making different films uh, related basically like on human rights on the housing crisis uh, yeah. but this time I just like was on the prom in the Soul Hill and then I just saw them there taking a bath and for me that I'm from Mexico that was like like what like you're going to the cold waters waters in March like it, it was super windy it was super cold I was like you are super brave like Wow. And then I just told them that I was a journalist and that I wanted to film what they were doing. And they were like super happy about it. And we discussed it. And finally, we did it. And yeah, it it <laughs> it was like uh, perfect for everyone. Like everyone liked it. And I'm super happy that I, you know, I'm not from Ireland, but I can, I could tell a story from Irish women. And it's yeah. super powerful. Like, empowering for women so that for me was like the main objective of this short documentary and it it worked out very well 
it's very warm and I was like it's something lovely to see because I do think with shorts it tends to, a lot of the time there's like a big drama focus and it's always like heavy heavy drama that it's nice to have a balance you can just see it fitting into a schedule and really lifting it and and being so kind of warm and kind of celebrating life so it's nice to have those kind of contrasts there as well and do you you're studying in Ireland. Are you studying journalism or? So, yeah. So well? I'm like, uh, I studied journalism in Mexico. And now that I'm here in Ireland, I have been studying um, film courses, not university degree, but I have been working on that. And I just like, you know, I just grabbed my camera and I'm trying to make it as an independent filmmaker or independent journalist. So that's why, like, I just keep going and I try to make it because I really love to just have an idea and then produce it and do it without anyone saying, like, you know, that's not the topic, which, of course, like most of the times with us women that want to portray women's stories. And I'm sure your background in journalism is, you know, relates well to documentary, the idea of kind of turning the kind of looking for a story into you know looking for something to film yeah it works well yeah exactly I just like I love short documentaries I have done just one um short film and um and it was a great experience but I really love doing short documentaries because I think that reality is like even better than like fiction (laughs) and it was very um organic like the process of it because like when I talked to them they were like volunteering saying like I want to be like the lead character and I didn't even know them and then when I met them I was like wow this is going to be like so good because they were so open so like I don't know they they knew like everything about what they were doing and so conscious about their bodies like female bodies getting into the sea and being together and that was like oof for me was amazing I I tried to swim after I just filmed the (laughs) yeah I tried in March (laughs) no not in in March March. (laughs) not in March but like uh I think I tried on May in April it was called but yes, <laughs> I'll try to called. do it again okay so tell me it's... more about the fab lineup as well because we're we're very excited for this yeah so this year we have um a three-day lineup at the lighthouse in Smithfield so that last year we were there for the first time um and it's great to be back there um so we're starting um on the Thursday with the screening of Eamon um which was made by or directed by Margaret written and directed by Margaret Corkery from Cork um, in 2009. So this is the 10th anniversary of Eamon. I so can't believe it has For been lots 10 of people, years. that's yeah. like a shocking, it is. Um, <laughs> it is, you know, this idea that a decade has passed. Yeah. So we're starting with Eamon, something light, comedy, a dark mm-hmm. comedy, um, centered around sort of a dysfunctional family, um, but lots of laughs. And we hope that'll get people, you know, back in, revisit a film they might have enjoyed, um, a 10 years ago. Um, and then we're moving on on Thursday to our shorts program. Um, we're, Carmen will be along with um so we're having seven shorts this year mix of Irish and international and you know the various various um combinations um and we'll have a panel discussion afterwards with the filmmakers who can be there so we want to kind of have a a time for them to talk about their films or talk to each other um and then we're finishing on the Thursday with a screening of Disco Pigs which was uh, Kirsten Sheridan's debut back in 2001 um and starring Killian Murphy and Ooh, baby <laughs> yes exactly it was his first film role so it's kind of exciting i think for some people to see that again especially now that he's gone on to have such international success and it's been 
a while, I think, since that film has screened um, on a cinema screen, at least in Dublin. Um, so that's our first day. Then we have two more days. Um, on the Friday evening, we have a dance double feature, um, which is bringing together a recent or a 2018 release um, with the, the long and complicated, lovely name, Five Letters to the Stranger, uh, who will dissect my brain. So that's a kind of dance short um, with a narrative. It's kind of complicated to describe, um, directed by Una Kearney um, this year. Um, a really interesting film. As I said, it's kind of hard to describe it, but movement plays a really important role in the storytelling. Um, and then we're pairing that with another dance-focused film. Um, and both of them are actually produced by Roisin Garrity. So it's a nice connection. Um, and we'll have a lot of filmmakers there from the two films afterwards. So um, we're screening that with... We Are Moving, Memories of Miss Moriarty, which is directed by Claire Dix. And that'll be finished then. We'll finish the Friday with a screening of Kissing Candice, which is directed by Aoife McArdle in 2017. Um, and this was Aoife and McArdle's first feature. So uh, another recent. Yeah, there, no, there's a panel discussion with uh, Roisin and a panel with Vanessa Gilday. We've got, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, Vanessa, Vanessa Gilday from Women in Film and Television Ireland. Um, so we're also going to have Claire Dix and Una Kearney there. Um, so that'll be a really interesting afternoon or evening rather on the Friday. So we're going to have the dance double bill followed by this panel discussion with the filmmakers and chaired by um, Vanessa. So it's, it's great to have like involvement um, from Women in Fel- yep. Television Ireland which is obviously so central to the theme this year. Final day on the Saturday is we're starting with uh, Women in Irish Animation. Um, So we're having a selection of shorts. We'll be screening a range of different kinds of animated shorts, starting with The Bird and the Whale, directed by Carol Freeman. Um, Then we have an Irish-themed one on Calic Vara, directed by Naomi Wilson in 2007. Um, and Wilson's a really interesting figure. She has her own sort of animation studio out in Loophead Peninsula in Clare. And this is a really kind of mythic focused animation, um, kind of partly theatrical. Um, then we're also screening From Darkness, uh, which is directed by Norma, Nora Toomey, who has gotten a lot of acclaim in recent years, been Oscar nominated for her animated work. So this is one of her earlier films. Um, and then our final two animated shorts that day our Departure, which is directed by Aoife Doyle. Um, and she's one of the two women who runs Pink Kong Studios, which is based wow. in Dublin. Uh, and that's one of the few Irish animated studios that's run by women. So we, we definitely wanted to include something from them. And then the last animated short will be Late Afternoon, uh, directed by Louise Bagnall. Oscar-nominated Bagnall, yes. Oscar Louise Bagnall. Um, and we're delighted that we're going to have a panel again after that um, series of shorts. So that'd be a um, great one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nearly all of the directors are going to be there, um, including Louise Bagnall, uh, the women from uh, Pink Kong Studio, um, also uh, Naomi Naomi uh, Wilson and Carol Freeman. So it's going to be um, a great kind of opportunity for them to kind of discuss their different methods and their different styles and to comment, I suppose, on Irish animation at the moment, that it's having such a... It's in such a boom and there's such um, the amount of studios and work and people working in it. And it's an area that's quite just does quite well in terms of gender representation. So it's one of the better kinds of filmmaking um, and, you know, media making for that. Even for such a small country, how acclaimed um, the the work that has come out of here has has gone on to do, which it's madness because, again, 
we have so many kind of powerhouses in Irish animation. So yeah, yeah it's great to have something to celebrate that. Yeah, exactly. And this is, um, luckily there are different events around the country in terms of animation and women in animation. So we wanted to just bring these, a number of these directors from different periods together um, and hopefully uh, inspire maybe some of the audiences, yeah. you know, with a lot of um, courses and um, production of animation in Dublin so to get the women involved in that out hopefully to meet some of the people yeah, whose work they might enjoy handed in <laughs> yeah exactly so that's um, our Saturday afternoon and then in the uh, rather early afternoon uh, at four o'clock then we're having our closing screening which is Revolutions um, a documentary made by Laura McGann in 2017 and which focuses on um, roller derby in Ireland and uh, the kind of competition uh, or the the lead up to entering or attempting to enter um, the Roller Derby World Cup um, and looking at kind of the personal and also the sports aspect. And it includes some really interesting um, footage, really hard to shoot, um, yeah. that kind of high speed um, movement. And um, Laura McGann and her, her cinematographer, they do such a great job of capturing all that. And even though it was only made, you know, released in 2017 it focuses on five years in the team's sort of the two teams trajectories so you get to see a kind of evolution of what's going on with them and it's um a really interesting dynamic great documentary. characters as yes. well like they've they're really they like there is this great uh shifting relationships mm-hmm. and there's so much drama in yeah, there yeah uh, it's brilliant i love it it's one of those there's so many as you say great characters um really interesting and, and as you were saying carmen that it's kind of the truth is um strange in fiction or more interesting and it, you definitely see that there um the kind of their stories and um what they're doing to kind of survive and how roller derby factors into that it's a really interesting watch yeah, and again, at their success, like they do so well, yeah. kind of building it from almost nothing, mm-hmm. which is amazing to watch. It's it is it's brilliant, just sports film, like, yeah, and it hits all the the kind of narratives and even delivers more than what you would even expect mm-hmm. in this. So that's fabulous. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, you've put together an amazing um program. Yeah, we were trying to get at the kind of diversity of the kinds of films that have been made, whether it be you know gen- genre films, the kind of um comedies the sort of psychological thrillers with kissing candace um and then the different kind of kinds of filmmaking you know having documentaries about dance um having animation um having other kinds of documentaries and just to kind of represent a fraction of the 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 films that are coming out by um irish female filmmakers we were narrowing it down from a short list or a long list of about nearly 50 films and you know it could have been longer but we had to kind of cap it so um there are lots of films that you know we would have loved to show as well and you know it's unfortunate that we can't have like a whole week or or longer um on the topic but try to get some diverse films in there bit of everything for everyone definitely yeah i do like that and it's a good it's a nice kind of uh, mix of kind of light, fun, stylish. Uh, the the mixture of shorts and and features is good. And then I I think definitely I'll myself and Stephen we're gonna we're, we'll definitely be at your shorts a hundred percent. I'll see you. Yes, <laughs> so we'll be I'll cheering you on. There. Um, and I'll definitely try and catch the uh, at least two more. Yeah, that's our plan. Um, can you tell me about your background with the festival? Yep. So I've been involved in the festival for about five years now on and off 
Um, so I'm generally involved in the kind of the programming side um, and the sort of social media side and writing fes- festival notes. Um, so it's it stems partly from my interest in gender and cinema and media, um, but also interested in, in an interest in film festivals and how important they can be in terms of actually bringing films that might not be seen to an audience and trying to make them more accessible. And one of the things that comes up um, every year for the Dublin Films Film Festival is issues of kind of distribution. Sometimes you have a lot of films that you want to watch as part of the decision making process and it's really hard to actually get access to them. And this is even more so the case with um, often with films made by women or maybe they've only made one film and then they haven't you know, made a second and their films can kind of disappear off the radar. So you have to kind of be willing to go searching and doing research actually just to get a contact and get someone to send you a, you know, let you watch a DVD or a file online. Um, it's funny yeah. as well because there is this thing, it would be very interesting to read more about it, but I'm, I remember reading an article and it was about how there's certain men's work are lauded as genius, mm-hmm. but women never get that status even if they are seen as being good you know they just don't kind of they aren't seen to cross the line and it's not that their work isn't as good it's just that they're not given that title or allowed that title yeah and I think that just makes things easier to slightly forget about it so people don't go back to their work as quickly and don't go back to it like I mean it's even like old literature yeah where all women writers of the time were just forgotten about definitely there's mm. a lot of you know sort of research into that the topic of like the auteur filmmaker you know the Quentin Tarantino the Martin Scorsese the idea that it's very much gendered as though it's sort of male genius or something um and I suppose one of the other statistics the unfortunate ones is often how few female filmmakers or women filmmakers um can transition from say making short films to making feature-length films and then even if they do make a feature-length one how successful it really has to be in order for someone to say okay we'll fund your second feature whereas more often you know it's kind of if it's not successful people say oh well we won't fund you again so that um you know obviously talking in terms of very general things but it can be um quite hard to kind of follow up on a a feature if you were a woman and you get you do get funding and likewise it can be different difficult to make that leap from short to feature which i think is why um, with like this that's festival. what I was actually it's really yeah. funny you said that but the director of Eamon I haven't seen her and I thought that was an amazing film and then it was like you wait for the next film to come out in a year or two and you're like it's not there yeah it is quite hard to track down and um, yeah Mark Corkery, um is, is no longer working in film um, it seems to be very difficult to sort of even if you have a successful film and her film got a lot of success did very well internationally at festivals but I think that is also part of why each year we try to make sure we have a shorts program because that is often what it's very important to emerging, you know, women filmmakers particularly to get their shorts seen, to get shown at festivals, to get, you know, um, credits built up. And um, even this year when we're screening um, the dance double and we have, you know, five letters to the stranger who will dissect my brain, which is a 25 minute short. So it's quite a long short, but we're pairing it with a, another shortish documentary. So having them... Um, maybe another festival would say, oh, that's too long for our shorts and too short for our features. Yeah. But, you know, we really think it's worth seeing. And even if it doesn't fit, you know, the the very short or the feature length. So I think it's being aware of those time, kinds of things and trying to um, provide different um, platforms for different yeah. kinds of filmmakers. Some who are more established, some who are 
only starting out and you know want just you know want more exposure want to connect with their filmmakers that you need to kind of do both at the same time you couldn't just not have a shorts program it would be yeah. really limiting you know for a lot of filmmakers and that's it it is nice as well to get people to go see a screening of a mm. short like it's a big celebration of it yeah it's, it's very handy and especially in such a context it's lovely um, to to go to see something like with a note of women and women supporting other women like it's it's just really important and you do feel like it's definitely there yeah. now maybe in a way that it wasn't there a few years ago fundamentally like everyone is very conscious about handing the ladder back down which mm-hmm. is which is really nice I'm not saying they weren't before but it yeah. seems to be very much so in everyone's consciousness now and I think that's something your festival does phenomenally um, and then you, your festival last year, the Reframe Refocus, yeah. um, where it was celebrating female cinematographers yeah. and, and mm-hmm. women behind the camera. And I was like, that was um, an excellent point to put together as well, because that's something that we really have to focus on. And while people have been chatting about mm-hmm. writers and directors and, and producers, the numbers haven't been too bad. But just that next step to going, yeah, let's get more women on the crew it changes the whole experience yeah definitely yeah. I think that's like the most important thing like for me it's so special to have this platform because like I think I have well I have done like all my projects I have when I have done it with women it's just like it's amazing the feeling and the like all the whole process I enjoy it so much so for me it's like amazing to go to this place where like I can meet a lot of people like a lot of women doing the same thing as I am and that's amazing no like I I I really believe um in the power of uh, connecting with women and trying to work um together if you could tell me a little bit about how you got into film yeah sure so I studied journalism in Mexico and from there I just love to bring my camera with me um I in Mexico for me like um studying film was super expensive almost I think everywhere in the world is super expensive and you also have to have like great equipment and so on so like uh just like continue doing journalism and I also work for human rights organizations in Mexico and I focus like my um work on migration um migration uh, of girls going from central america to mexico so that was like my topic that that was my research that i was doing and then after that i just like realized that once i was there in the border and I, whatever i was seeing was so mind blowing for me and i suppose like everyone will be the like mind blown by all these situations i just decide to bring my camera with me times before that i I also brought my camera with me in uh, other t- uh, projects that I had that I was doing in journalism. But that time, I just after I finished my documentary on um, these girls, I was like, I just have to keep doing this. Like, this is what I really would like to do. Like, I'm passionate about this, and I just decided to like keep going. And after that, I uh, work a little bit more on those topics, bringing my camera. And now I had to move to Ireland, and I just decided to keep doing it here as well. And um, I'm very uh, interested on women topics. Like, I, I think that we need. Like, I always look for. Um, videos or movies 
um, where women's stories are projected, but like it's so difficult to to just find those. So I was like, I just need to do more of this and. I'm very excited when I see more movies. Like, for example, on Netflix, you can watch a lot of now movies and like uh, documentaries made by, by women. And I feel like, okay, we are there. I think we are making more and more and we are, be, um, we, um, we are being renowned by the people. And it appears that also people want to see women on the on the frame they want to see women's stories so i just want to make films i just want to make uh short docs about women and i'll just keep doing it brilliant well we'll keep watching them because they're great (laughs) thanks carmen so don't forget we'll be able to see carmen's film in the dublin feminist film festival shorts program which takes place on Thursday the 22nd of August at 7.45, I believe, in the Lighthouse Cinema. The festival is taking place from August the 22nd and it's finishing on August the 24th. And I suppose one of the the most really important things for us is we're kind of expanding in the last few years. Like last year was our first year in the Lighthouse Cinema. It's obviously one of Dublin's sort of best and favourite cinemas and it's such a nice space. And you can bring in wine. Exactly, yeah. It makes such a difference because... um, in our first year, we were kind of limited by the size of our um, organization, you know, that we're all sort of team of volunteers. And we were in the new theater in Temple Bar, which is a great space, and but it's a theater space. So we weren't, you know, in a proper cinema. So it's been great to kind of expand. And it, of course, means that the filmmakers get to see their films in a really nice cinema, you know, have that kind of experience and to kind of feel more integrated to the kind of film cinema landscape. So we, we hope it continues. Um, it's great to be. Um, welcome back by the lighthouse um, and to hopefully get bigger audiences as a result of being there um, and you can buy all the tickets for our festival on their website so it's a one-stop shop <laughs> to go, just go yeah. to lighthousecinema.ie and um, yeah pick up the tickets there yes and don't forget to check out the um, fabulous video we were chatting about <laughs> the Dublin Feminist Film Festival.com. and there's yeah. yeah check out the fantastic lineup book it into your calendar you won't be disappointed we'll definitely see you there alright thanks so thank much for you. chatting with us thank you thank Excellent. you so much